At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. You're tuned in to Talking with T, the show designed with your interest in mind. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay engaged, educated, empowered, and of course, entertained. This is Tanisha Baker, excited to host another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. It's February 17th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, basketball legend Michael Jordan, reality star Paris Hilton, football legend Jim Brown, and Dr. Huey Percy Newton. Dr. Newton was an African-American political activist and revolutionary who, along with Bobby Seale, co-founded the Black Panther Party in 1966. He continued to pursue an education, eventually earning a PhD in social philosophy. Today on the national calendar is President's Day, a day set aside to honor all past presidents, and it's also National Random Acts of Kindness Day. For our Black History Moment today, I want to highlight the first African-American lawyer, John Mercer Langston. He was the first Black man to become a lawyer when he passed the bar in Ohio in 1854. When he was elected to the post of town clerk of Brahman, Ohio in 1855, Langston became one of the first African-Americans ever elected to public office in America. John Mercer Langston was also the great uncle of Langston Hughes, famous poet during the Harlem Renaissance. The theme this month is In Your Feelings. Now, don't get in your feelings over haters. Be your own competition. You know what haters stands for, having anger towards everyone reaching success. So let your haters be your motivators. Don't let them push you to get in your feelings and act out in a way that you will reduce your character to being like those who are just jealous of you. Control your feelings. Don't let your feelings control you. Let's check out this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. The tip for the week is treat people right. While people are here on earth, treat them like you want to be treated. For example, when someone is not having a good day or not feeling well or whatever the case may be, Whoever it may be, it could be someone in your family, it could be someone at your job, just be good to people. Because when something happens to people, the hardest thing to have to deal with is knowing that you wasn't the most that you could have been or you wasn't what you could have been. You could have been more than what you was to that person. You don't want to be a shoulda, coulda, woulda. I shoulda did this. I could have done that. I wish I would have done that. Just be good to people while they're here. And you will not regret it. You will have no regret. That is my tip for the week. And I've been talking with you. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Keep in mind, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions from T's top teens and hometown heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to our community. Be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily 
our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. It's trending news and hot topics. It's a good day to listen to motivation by local talent, Carlton Star Relaford. Justified. Through his blood we've been given life And when we die we'll be seated with the most high That's right Anointing I need a double portion Safe inside of his will When the storm is coming We ain't tripping but the world bugging Living right in God's sight That's a touchy subject Motivation You can say what you wanna say Say what you wanna say You can hate if you wanna hate But if you hate in you my motivation My motivation If you hate in you my motivation Give me lemons, I made lemonade I'm showing love when you give me hate uh, They talking fear, but I'm living faith Born again every day, that's a clean slate uh, yeah, yeah, You can hate me if you wanna Cause hating only, only made me stronger And I ain't looking for no drama But when it comes, I won't run I'm suited up and on Trusting in the word of God uh, I'm turned up, ain't no turning off and I put that on everything You wanna hate, you can hate while I do my thing You can say what you wanna say Say what you wanna say You can hate if you wanna hate Hate if you wanna but hate if you hate and you my motivation My motivation If you hate and you my motivation You can do what you wanna do Do what you wanna do But what you do will come back to you Come back around, back so around So if you hate and you my motivation If you hate and you my motivation My motivation You can say what you wanna say you can hate if you hate wanna hate, you wanna hate. But if you hate, you my motivation. If you hate, you my motivation. All right, it's that time in the show where we review trending news and hot topics. And today, I have none other than 
P.I. Pam, our top investigator, most often instigator on Talking With T. First of all, I want to wish everybody a belated happy Valentine's Day. I hope you were able to share and receive some love. So I had a chance to spend some time with P.I. Pam on WJBE as a guest on the Friday Night Fallout Show. I want to thank you all for having me. Um, We talked about the 14th really being a special day for couples to celebrate their love, while the 15th, well, we refer to that as Valentine's Day, or this year it was Side Chick Saturday, you know, 50% off candy and animals and whatever, but whether you got your treats on the 14th or the 15th, we wish you all a year of love and happiness. Yes, we do, and thank you for coming through. It's always a delight to to have you. What did Cheese call it? Friday Night Fallout Crew with a with a cup of tea. With a little cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, also, Valentine's Day this past Friday, there was a shooting at the restaurant owned by singer and Real Housewives of Atlanta star Candy Burris. The East Point police say that three people, including a teenage girl, were injured in the shooting, but all three victims are expected to be okay. So, she released a statement and she was really sad and a disappointment, and her prayers went out to anyone that was injured or affected by this incident on her property. But a witness said a man just pulled up, mm-hmm. got out the car. Next thing he know, he saw people running out the establishment and saw gunfire. So I'm not sure what happened. I know. That's crazy. They said he basically just walked in and, and shot a man and, and then proceeded to keep shooting and hit the other two people. But... It's sad that you can't even go to a family-oriented restaurant to eat without somebody coming. Well, people shoot up everything else, so it's not surprising in these days and times. Right, and then if you have some beef with somebody, it seems like if you got to take it to that level that you wouldn't do it where you're risking innocent people. Keep it between exactly. the two of you or whatever, you know? Yes. Well, jumping right into other news, William Bynum, president of Jackson State University, was arrested along with several others in a prostitution scene. So Bynum, 57, faces charges of procuring services of a prostitute, false statement of identity, and simple possession of marijuana. He resigned as president this past Monday morning. And, you know, the news stories just spill all the tea. They listed all the people, including their names, ages, and locations. Wow, wasn't no secret society with that. No, no. And I was just surprised. You know, it's hard to get away with anything. And they say the best way to keep the secret is to keep it to yourself. If you got two people involved, it's a risk. But 17, oh, they were bound to get caught. Yeah, somebody was bound to slip up and going to bring everybody down with them. Exactly. And I also saw where the dean at Valdosta State was charged with child sex trafficking. What's going on with these people? I don't know. It was 14 of them. And I remember when they had it at Fort Valley State, too. Um, Last year, they had a prostitution ring going on, and when the big people was coming for homecoming, different things, they were setting them up with, with women. Mm. Like, like, okay. And you know what? seems like I've heard of this before on other campuses. My thing is this. People have these high-profile jobs. And this has to do with the prostitution, sex trafficking, or even racism. Mm -hmm. You might have some inner urges, some inner ideas, some inner bigotry, whatever that is. But I'm always puzzled that they are willing to risk their livelihood over it. Yes. You know? And at the end of the day, 
you wonder, are they sitting somewhere in jail thinking, was this really worth it? Right. And a lot of them were married. So I can mm. only imagine how the spouses are feeling. Embarrassed, mad, you know, publicly humiliated because they should mm-hmm. listed in both articles listed everybody. I saw another disturbing story um, along these lines. A former Athens City Middle School assistant principal, he's behind bars after court documents show he attempted to meet with an investigator who was actually posing as a new mother and her infant who he met on the social media site Kicks. And the problem is he had arranged to meet them for sex. And the article says something like, Former Athens City middle school assistant principal charged with meeting an infant for sex. And I was thinking to myself, am I reading this right? Like, I don't understand. And I've said it before, we have to be alert, aware, and cautious regarding anybody Mm -hmm. around our children. But it seems like the mother made this arrangement with him. And that's crazy. And, you know, he was a principal. There are no overt indicators. There's no type when it comes to these deviants. But there's some crazy people out there with some crazy fetishes that mm-hmm. take yes. them down. And that mother, mm-hmm. I hope she she's going right down with him. Yes, because that's insane. She doesn't seem to be wrapped too tight. She's going to meet a man and give him her infant. Infant. And then he's mm-hmm. a... It's, I'm just lost words because it makes you think of how long has he been watching other kids. You know, he's worked with kids for many years. Right, right. And so I know in Knoxville, I think we underestimate or we're not aware of the extent of the sex trafficking that goes on here. And they say that a lot of times the parents are selling their kids. So that's why we might not hear the Amber Alerts or the kidnapping or know about it because the parent is actually involved in the trade. Right, and they keep it keep it on, on the low low when they all should be arrested and charged and convicted. Right. Or I think you just don't hear about it in time because the trade is made between the parent and the perpetrator or the person who's involved in the sex trafficking. And unless the kid is old enough, smart enough, or has the wherewithal to try to leave that situation, we would never know. And, you know, kids trust their parents. And if that's all they know, I'm not sure that we would find out in time. And so a lot of these kids are getting lost through the crack. You have to think about the ones that they don't catch, the undercover people don't catch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, another story, a former Colorado Springs mayoral candidate posing as a baby photographer and plotting to steal a newborn. So the 38-year-old suspect brought her 16-year-old daughter to this woman's house, and they had had several sessions pretending like they were photography sessions or whatever. But during this case, they drugged the woman during the photo shoot and stole her house key. So I'm going to fast forward. Authorities found evidence that they had been in her house and were plotting to steal the baby and move and keep that baby as their own. It's just hard to trust anybody. That is another crazy story. Yeah, the news is full of them. Our local news station right here in Knoxville, WATE, reported about a teacher out of Nashville being fired after giving an assignment to students from a speech titled, Let's Make a Slave. Now, I could give my long, drawn-out spiel about why this is inappropriate, but you know what? I've done that almost every week because stories like this keep popping up. And, of course, people were outraged. They protested, which was followed by the 
typical apology toward insensitivity. I bet they they did. Like, let's make a slave. Let's make a black eye. How about that? What'd you say? Let's make a black eye. (laughs) And we hear about these stories every week in the school system where they're doing something that they have to know is racist. There's no way they don't know that these are not racist tactics. I mean, it's so obvious. Let's make a slave. Okay. I'm glad you said that because sometimes I wonder if it is because they are so detached from the reality that we live in as African Americans, if they are so detached from the harm and pain that this history has caused us, you know, that it just seems really, oh, we'll just talk about slavery. Oh, yeah, we're going to have, we're going to reenact. Remember last week they were going to reenact the play and all the black kids were slaves and there was an assignment where students were asked to price things in the colonial periods and give the price of a slave and how would you price them? When is the memo going to spread that these things are not okay with us? They aren't. And they don't seem to get it or they just don't care. It's, it's something. Yeah. Well, another interesting conversation that people may not be aware of is sexting. And I know by now most of us know what that term is. But do you know the severity of the consequences and how easy it is to get caught up? I'm going to share this story. I'm going to get your thoughts. This is an abbreviated version, but as always, you can read full details through the link shared on TalkingWithT.com. This young man who we'll call Zachary, he's now 19, he's in jail, awaiting sentencing for five pictures a 13-year-old sent him in her underwear. A couple of years ago, when he was 17, he met a girl in a computer club. She invited him over. She introduced him to her younger sister and her friend. They were both 13. And they all shared a similar interest in gaming and dragons and stuff. But the two 13-year-olds started Skyping Zachary together. And one of the girls sent him five pictures of herself in her underwear. Her face was not visible, nor were her private parts. Still, he was arrested and charged with 20 felonies, including indecent liberties with a minor using a computer to propose sex, Mm -hmm. child porn, uh, intended to reproduce, transmit, or sell. He did not send the pictures, sell the pictures. All of this from this young girl sending him five pictures of her in her underwear. So what he did, he took a plea bargain versus taking a chance on sentencing. And you know that's what prosecutors do. They scare defendants into these plea bargain deals. So he took a plea bargain in lieu of a possible sentence of up to 350 years. He agreed to, I know, he agreed to plead guilty to two counts of indecent liberties with a minor. And for that, he has to register as a violent sex offender for the rest of his life. Keep in mind, he never met the girl. That was the friend who sent the pictures. He never met her in person. He didn't attempt to meet her. I don't know even how this is considered violent. But this young man, 19, pretty much the rest of his life is going to be affected and limited as far as what he can do because he is a registered sex offender. And that's sad. And I've heard plenty of cases of when they have did that to someone or sentenced them because of just sending pictures. And they've they've been, what is it, three to four years sometime in different states. It's a three to four year difference. Um, It's it's crazy. Did they do anything to the 13-year-olds? No. So this is what's crazy. It's real, like you said, but this is crazy. 
let me first say, I'm personally opposed to sexting and the exchange of nude photos. And all of this comes with technology and social media. We really didn't have that growing up. But I will say to each his or her own, as adults, you have a right to your own indulgences. What is not tolerated under any circumstance is any of this involving a minor. If you send a picture involving a minor, point blank, it's a felony. If two minors are involved in some type of sexual act, they both can be charged with statutory rape. If you have pictures of a nude or semi-nude picture of a minor, let alone share it, you'll end up in jail and have to register as a sex offender. So back to what you were saying, if it's two minors, they can both get in trouble. But it appears as if it's an, a minor and an adult, then the adult takes all the responsibility. Wow. I think they need to revisit that. And I think it, like you said, it's different from state to state, but they need to revisit that because some of these girls out here now are fast and promiscuous. Yeah. And they send these pictures out. And of course, there has to be some accountability on the part of, the, you know, these girls doing that because they can ruin a guy's life just for sending the pictures. And you know what? I bet some of them know that. Right. They have to. And then you think about when they're on the, the sex offender, when you have to register as a sex offender. You're for life. life. So when you get older, you want to have your own kids. You know, it limits to what you can do with your own kids as far as being a at sports functions, you have to sit so far away or, you know, trick-or-treating, different things like that. And then when you apply for jobs, people will see that come up and they automatically think, oh, you was messing with a kid. You're a grown man. You was messing with a kid. But there's a lot of people that on the, that have registered for a sex offender, and it's something as simple as um, a, a picture, you know, two, two minors. And, um, and that's always part of the plea deal. You have to register as a sex offender for the rest of your life. And people... Don't want to go to, don't want to take the chance and go to trial and go to prison. So, right. So you register at 18 and you in your 40s and it still follows you. Right. It still follows you. We do know that some people belong there, right? right? We know that that's an effort to protect our kids. And as we've seen from these other stories, from that principal to the dean involved in sex mm-hmm. trafficking, there has to be a way to protect our kids from sexual predators. I just think they need to revisit because that seems mighty harsh for pictures. But we're going to move on because there's so much to worry about in our world. Scammers, robbers, sex offenders, sex trafficking, the coronavirus, and even educators. And you know what, Pam? Didn't you tell me that the coronavirus has hit Tennessee somewhere? Yes, Shelby Shelby County. And then I was reading today where it's a couple from East Tennessee, from our neck of the woods, that are on that cruise ship, and the wife tested positive. The husband didn't, but he said he wants to stay with her. I don't know if I – I know you're supposed to be submissive in your marriage, but I think if my mate had it and I didn't, and they said, well, you can go ahead and go, baby, I love you. (laughs) Well, you know my statement. Somebody got to live to tell the story. Right. So one of y'all, I forget, I think it may have been you, Pam. It could have been Professor Jay sent me a story about a substitute teacher out of Maryland who has been fired because this nut thought it would be okay to give a lap dance to some fourth graders. In fact, several people sent me this story. She did this in class. And, of course, one of the students told their parents, because it's odd, I was thinking, what in the whole Magic City inappropriate tomfoolery is this? 
How did she think this would be okay? Do you remember some more details to that story? Yes, it's uh, just crazy. I think I did send that. She she definitely won't be subbing anymore. That's a fact. She was demonstrating lap dancing to some fourth graders, and I'm not exactly sure how that conversation came up. It's reading, writing, arithmetic, lap dance. I'm, I'm not in the curriculum. In. Yeah, where did that come in the curriculum? Should not. Should not. Well, look, before we go, I'm going to pull one story from the Crazy Chronicles. I know I use my GPS to rely on directions. It's been a long time since many of us have pulled out a map. With both, common sense is a requirement to get from point A to point B. A man drove his car into the frozen Mississippi River, and when he called for help, he told the firefighters that Google Maps instructed him to cross the river. Now, let's assess this situation. First of all, it's 3 a.m. Secondly, there was a bridge nearby, which is probably what the instructions were referring to when it said to cross the river. But now this man is half submerged in the frozen Mississippi River talking about uh, Google Maps told him to cross the river. Who does that? <laughs> now I know GPS does send you on some wild goose chases and you'd be all off. <laughs> but I have never been led into a body of water before. But wouldn't you stop? Wouldn't you? So, like, like you said, the accuracy isn't always there with the system, right. right? Right. But if it tells you to keep straight, and there's a tree there, a building, a river, wouldn't you say, okay, let me stop and reassess this? Let me call somebody, or let me put the address in again. Whatever the case, you don't keep going. Exactly. He's he doesn't seem to be wrapped too tight. I'm just going to keep going in the water because that's what GPS said to do. <laughs> and it probably said once he got in the water, make a U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, P.I. Pam, I appreciate you, and that's it for this bit. Hopefully those of the team that are under the weather will get to feeling better, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. We want to celebrate the women's suffrage movement and 100 years of having the right to vote. There is a creative expression showcase on Saturday, February 29th from 2 to 5 p.m. at the Public Works Building on Morris Avenue in Knoxville, Tennessee. February 27th through March 1st, the city will be painted pink and green as more than 4,000 sorority members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated will be in Knoxville for their regional conference. The Mobile AKA Mammography Unit will be in town and offering free mammograms on Friday and Saturday. You can visit akaknoxville.org for more information. Early voting is still going on, so get out and cast your vote to represent your voice. Don't forget the Knox County Schools Recruitment Fair on March 7th from 9 to noon at Central High School. Monday, February 24th at 6.30 p.m., the Beck Cultural Exchange Center will present The Art of Delaney, Redeeming, Reconciling, and Healing. Thank you for tuning in to Talking with T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking with T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. A diamond is a chunk of coal that did well under pressure. Remember where you heard the word? 
Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.